Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Songwriter Connection Podcast, where we look at the craft of songwriting through the eyes of the songwriter. Each week, we make a connection with a music maker, listen to their songs, and hear their stories. From Nashville, Tennessee, here's your host, Dave Lenahan. Thanks, Kate. I never really acknowledged her voice before. It's Kate Martin from New York City who did all these uh, voices for us and found her on Fiverr. She's just wonderful. I love her voice. I think she fits, fits the show very, very nicely. So thanks, Kate. Do appreciate you. Hey, I wanted to tell you, I was, um, I was listening this week. Um, th- we're recording this on uh, May 5th, and it's really nice-looking May Day here uh, in, in Nashville. So this is Cinco de Mayo, Cinco de Mayo, you say Mayo, Mayo, whatever. So we're drinking margaritas, and, and we're going to have fun today. I've got an amazing group to introduce you to, and they're going to play live around the Duncan Five dining room table. Uh, but I wanted to mention, I was listening to uh, episode 101, uh, and we talked with um, lovely ladies, sisters, um, out of uh, the Delta area of, of Mississippi, who live here in Nashville now. They're called American Blonde. If you didn't get to hear that, go back and listen, because they're really, really talented. But at the end of that show, I was noticing, I was I was saying that we were going to have very soon on the show uh, Dr. Reverend Kim McLean, who's a hit songwriter, an amazing person. She's been on the show before, and she had written the last few songs of Loretta Lynn's life along with Loretta Lynn and they wrote this book together um, which is out now uh, called This Song and a Prayer and unfortunately when we were going to tape that the week we were going to tape that episode Kim's mother passed away so and now she's so busy on her book tour but we're going to we're going to reschedule eventually that's the reason you haven't heard from Kim and I wanted to just explain that from you uh, to you right up front so thank you for that hey we're heard everywhere uh, we're uh, every Wednesday there's a new episode of the Songwriter Connection podcast we're on all the places including YouTube and if you're listening on YouTube like and subscribe because that really helps and I appreciate you very very much well I am so excited. I saw these guys for the first time back in the fall of 2022 as they visited Nashville. Uh, Randy Driscoll puts on a thing called Randy's Revival. And uh, these three gentlemen stepped up on stage and just, I mean, knocked me on my butt, blew me away, and everybody else in the place. Since then, I've seen them three or four more times. They keep coming into Nashville from Asheville, North Carolina, and we're really happy to have Ashes and Arrows with us tonight. Kick it off with a song, all right, guys? No, I don't need a special occasion to tell you how I feel. No, I don't need your arms around me to know our love is real. 
could I ever be afraid of what's to come when you're standing this near? We don't need a special occasion to rekindle what is here. and arrows amazing harmonies and i want to introduce you to all the guys from Asheville, uh, north carolina ben boyd to my right good day uh, good day yeah, <laughs> did i say ben you did yeah. okay yeah. i thought i did you know i have that squirrel brain jonathan calhoun right across from me uh on the uh, uh the duncan fife dining room table and to the left kieran uh McBeakey. And it's good to have you all here. Thank you so much for taking the time to be on the podcast. I know Thank it's you for having us. A busy time when you come to Nashville. Um, yeah. When you get here, you, you stay busy. I know you're recording this week, and you recorded that song right there. You recorded, and, and of course, we are uh, doing the show um, May the 5th for uh, a, a June uh, release. So by now, that song is out, right? 
Maybe. Maybe. Possibly. Maybe. We're hoping. Probably not. Doubt it. <laughs> but Doubt search it for it. Yeah, but maybe. <laughs> Eventually it will be out. Yeah. Special occasion. Yeah. Y'all rate this together? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure did. Are most of your songs, all three of you uh, co-writing? All of our songs. All of them? Yeah. yeah. Well, we... we it's not, not exactly co-write all of them, I would say. Like, mm-hmm. Sometimes one of us will bring a song and, and we all... It's, it becomes the band's song, I guess. But I most of the songs are co-written. There's or, a couple that are like, you know, Jonathan wrote or I wrote or Karen wrote, whatever it is, yeah. But you, you just like to yeah. put them all together. Yeah, yeah. that's right. It's kind of how Lennon and McCartney did it. Deal. No matter who wrote it, they put their names both on it yeah, together. Yeah, it's so. for the band. Yeah, It's for the boys. It's for the boys. Get on you, man. Move on. Good on you, mate. Let's talk about uh, Kieran over here. Mm-hmm. You're from yes. New Zealand. Yep. Uh, but originally from, where did you tell me yeah, about from, you? From New Zealand originally, actually uh-huh. a little town called Arrowtown, hence the Ashes from Ashes. There you go. That's right. And yeah, Arrowtown. Yep. Not clever. See what you did there. Yeah. <laughs> Not <Ashes> clever. <laughs> Try harder. <laughs> Try harder. I'll be next time. <laughs> Great. Oh, no. So good on you. Thanks, mate. Oh, well, good on you. Good, good on you, yeah. mate. Yeah. Not Close. good on you. Really, yeah. Yeah. I guess the best way to explain it is Anya, mate. It, when you say Anya, that, mate. It's just two words. So Anya is like a Kiwi word. It's just O N Y A, and you pronounce it Anya. Yeah. Ah, and you can it's say like onion, but you can say without the yun. Good, good on you, mate. Exactly. Or you can just say the, the less formal Anya, mate. Hey man, I'm just getting used to y'all. <laughs> good on y'all, mate. Good on y'all, mate. Yeah, we have to we have to countryfy that. <laughs> on y'all, mate. Good on y'all, mate. Good on you, mate. <laughs> on y'all, fellas. <laughs> Jonathan, tell us a little bit about you. Uh, Ashley, your, uh, was that Ashley your home? Uh, did you grow up there? Or? No, I grew up in Winston-Salem, North Carolina, oh, okay. which is like two and a half hours east of Asheville. Okay. Um, I don't have a lot to say about myself. I have a great beard. Uh, <laughs> you so have I'm a great old, beard. <laughs> and I'm really good at drinking coffee. Oh, good. Um, that's about as far as it gets. I do have a wife. Oh, good. Um, we've been married for almost five years now. Kitch? Uh, no kids, thank huh? God. Um, although, otherwise, I would not be doing this right now. <laughs> You'd be um, breastfeeding. <laughs> I'm telling you. I've been, a man of many talents. And like it, the reason I wouldn't be doing this is because the cost of gas and it's either gas or nipple cream. <laughs> Can't afford both. Can't afford both. <laughs> ben, how about you? Tell us about you. Where are you from? Um... We moved to Asheville when I was like one and a half, so I just say I'm from Asheville. Asheville, okay. Yeah. Grew up there. Grew yeah. up there, yeah. Born and bred. Uh, well, let me ask you this. You, this was an interesting story. You, y'all met at a, um, see there, y'all. There you go. Y'all met at, a, at, at an Ope Ewins. That's Pittsburgh in Youngstown. Yeah, yeah. Which, yeah, where I used to work. Anyway, um, you know, um, you met at an open mic, was it? Is that yeah. what I heard? It, yep. a, a place that you all played in common? Yeah. Uh, is that, uh, tell us how it all came about. Is it Catawba Brewing Company in Asheville? Catawba. Yeah. yeah. Cool Cool open mic. Um, yeah, I guess I'll tell it. Um, mm-hmm. We, from my perspective with that whole night, this would be kind of cool actually we get like yeah. how we all saw it, but mm-hmm. I, uh, you know, rolled up on my Triumph motorcycle mm-hmm. and smoked cool. dairies. Ripping dairies, just hop off the bike. Cigarettes. I actually... <laughs> I uh, we all kind of started. We had we had we were already doing music individually, um, mm-hmm. and I had like pretty much just given up on music because I was like, all right, this isn't working out. I've been doing this for a little while, can't get anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, and I came to that open mic just because one of my friends was singing, and and I like to support you know people singing in public. And <laughs> I went to see him, and I saw Jonathan sing, and I was like, damn, that guy's like 
not open mic material. That's like, you know, actual concert material. And then I was, I saw it, went up to him after and I didn't sing. Um, and then, uh, I ended up singing later at the end of the set. And then Jonathan came back up to me after and he was like, dude, he kind of said the same thing I said to him. And I was like, Oh, nice. We should get together sometime. And he told me about this other guy he had met named Kieran. Kieran. And he was like, yeah, you know, that would be you. He was here too. I met him as well, blah, blah. And then, the next week, we I came back there, and Kieran was there, and they were talking, and uh, I walked up, and Jonathan was like, oh, yeah, here's Ben. We met last week. Mm. We should all three get to write, get together and write, and so we got together two days later. And started Originally to write, mm-hmm. and then when you yeah. found out how great you guys harmonized together, so this is a thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was kind of, we played, we wrote a song that Wednesday. We mm-hmm. met on a Monday, wrote a song on Wednesday, and then that was Back to Your Body, and then we played it the next Monday. Great song. And after we played it, uh, I think that's when we all kind of were like... This could be this something could be a thing. instead of just like a, a pastime. You know, we could actually do something here. So y'all, y'all met in like 2021, right? Mm-hmm. So just tail end of mm-hmm. COVID thing happening. Mm-hmm. So yeah. probably a good thing yeah. time to put it put together a band. Right. And then you recorded? You recorded an album? Forward? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Came out when was it? Uh, summer of 2022? October. Yeah. Uh, the whole EP was released in October, in October. On the 7th, I think, 2022. Great stuff. Yeah. How? We, where did you record it? And, and I know you had a... a Pretty famous producer too. Yeah. yeah. Thanks to Kieran. Thanks to Kieran. Tell that story, Kieran. Doctor Haver. Good on you, Matt. Well, yeah. When I was back in New Zealand, I used to work with a gentleman, Greg Haver. Mm-hmm. Greg Haver. He was from Wales originally, but he moved to the New Zealand and sort of became the like granddaddy of the New Zealand kind of producer scene. Um, yeah, and he's he's just been amazing for New Zealand music as wow. a whole. He's he's instrumental in kind of organizing a lot of co-writing yeah. workshops and events and stuff. Anyway, really legendary. Yeah, yeah. and he. Uh, he and I worked together, did several EPs and albums together, mm-hmm. and we were looking for a producer in Asheville, ideally, and we couldn't land on someone that we just connected with, and mm-hmm. and so I was like, well, you know, I know this guy, Greg, um, let's chat with him, and he just, he's still in New Zealand, obviously, so we jumped on a Zoom with him, and it just felt good, he seemed to kind of get us and get the yeah. music that we were going for, and we, so we did that, we recorded the vocals and stuff in my little home studio, Okay. And he produced the record from yeah. from New Zealand with a bunch of musicians, and it was we're really happy with how the EP turned out. We probably wouldn't do the like intercontinental uh, recording fun. again because it just wasn't as fun. Yeah. Simply because like they would do all of this stuff while we were asleep, and we would get a you know a mix down the next day, and we were like, wow, that's really cool, but we didn't get to see it happen. Yeah. So there wasn't that kind of, those kind of magic studio moments. The fun of it is watching exactly. them mix it and putting it all together. Yeah, just seeing the musicians do brilliant stuff. Yeah. So that, you know, and we've started recording some new songs now. We were all in the studio together and we were like, right. oh, like this is obviously no. how we want to do things. But it was that COVID time and it was kind of, yeah. I think that was probably happening a lot during yeah. that time. New Zealand was totally locked down too. We're totally, pretty, yeah. Totally, yeah. 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 Buttoned up. Buttoned yeah. up. Yeah. 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 I haven't actually been home since I moved here. Haven't you really? No. Wow. Which is... I sort of had mixed feelings about that. Mm, Just some, yeah. yeah, sometimes I I would love to go home, but also, like I love being here in the US. It was, it's such a dream to to be yeah. here. So living in America. I smell good. <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. I've yeah. never been to New Zealand, but I hear it's just absolutely beautiful. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We God, really want to get over there as a band at yeah. some point. It's just yeah. obviously yeah. just getting the finances together to yeah. make it happen. It's hard to drive Old Grundy across the ocean. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's their van, Old Grundy. Old Grundy. Grundy. Yeah. Story behind that? 
Yeah. Um, <laughs> pulled up into my driveway in old Grundy. Actually, old Grundy, baby. This story has a few pieces to it, but um, <laughs> it basically started in, I don't know, like 2006. Yeah. I was on a trip with this Boy Scout troop that like my whole family was involved in, and my dad, it, the Boundary Waters is like a canoe area between the border of Minnesota and Canada. Okay. So it's very remote. You're not allowed to have any motors up there in the in the lake system, so it's real Ooh. natural. There's no sound other than the nature. Um, oh, man. But my dad... Imagine? Yeah, beautiful. It was, it's beautiful up there. It's really gorgeous, Kim. Gorgeous, Kim. But, um... <laughs> so my dad was just like... Hang, we were hanging out one day fishing, and my dad was like, you ever heard of Old Grundy? And I was like, no, Dad, I never heard of Old Grundy. And then, um... He, he told me Old Grundy was like this, you know, it's the big fish that no one can ever catch, but... They'll get a hook in him sometimes, but he always gets away. And so he's real ugly. He's on the bottom of the lake. He's got a bunch of hooks in his face. He's bigger than everybody else, and he's very, uh, very elusive. Mysterious. Um, so Old last Grundy. year, um, one of my brothers was just finishing up in that scout troop, and I was like helping him get to Eagle Scout. Mm-hmm. And so we got a chance to go on the Boundary Waters together with the Boy Scout troop. Um, so we went up there and I told Jonathan and Kieran about Old Grundy, like my dad did for me. And then it kind of caught on and became a thing for the band. And then we were sitting around on the way to Texas. We were trying to name the van. We had a couple names. And then Jonathan was like, or was it Kieran? One of you guys was like, what about Old Grundy? And we were like, yeah. <laughs> Say less, dude. She's Old Grundy, baby. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Great story. Yeah. Let's have another song, guys. I'm just dying to hear what you guys are doing these yeah. days. And, uh, I haven't seen you in a couple of months. And yeah. Big fan of what you're doing and, and this great sound that you have. Man. Oh, I was going to tell you something else, Dave. Maybe. Yeah, what's that? Ben Graham, they're talking about what you yeah. play. Um, yeah. Yeah. We actually scheduled this trip initially to come here to <laughs> To do this podcast, yeah, and we God we, bless you. we booked the other stuff around it, like the recording and the shows and everything. So that's and why I have we're here. To say, you know, you, you, I mean, you come in and you're doing like four or five shows, right? And you're going to mm-hmm. record, and you made time for this podcast. It just means a lot to me. Oh yeah, and I do we, appreciate. That. Yeah, we yeah. are. We're yeah. really grateful that you want to have us on. There. I yeah. think you're the next big deal. I re- I really do. And Thanks, you know, big uh, deal. Yeah. Big thing, in a way. You wouldn't mind. Well, we were good scheduled. on you. Good on you, mate. Good, good on, on you, mate. We were scheduled to do it months back, and but Ben lost his voice. Yeah, so. that's right. Oh, that's so right. right. Yeah, I that's talk. right. When you guys are playing, yeah, yeah. Oh, we miss man. every second of when he couldn't talk. Uh. <laughs> Those are the good old days, am I right, boys? <laughs> <laughs> Only he go back to the good old days. He likes to talk, does he? <laughs> <laughs> Should we play a special occasion? <laughs> do you want to do... Did you just do that song? Back no. to your body in C. Oh, oh good. This is from the EP, right? We could try sure. a semitone down from C. I cannot mm. do that. Let's you do can, C. Oh, you can't do that. We could do C. Because okay. it's... I mean, what's it recorded as C And... Sharp? I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's in C sharp on the, on, the, on the EP, right? Yeah. We could try C. Yeah, let's go C. Any listeners out there, just... <laughs> Agree on a key. You may want to mute this part when I sing. Burning bridges, now I guess I am there for Nursing whiskey on a Wednesday afternoon I need some time, but knowing me, I'll probably let that die I've lost so much, yet there's so much left to lose You're in your head Get back to your body Take a deep breath There is no hurry 
we weren't made to feel this anxious or this worry Take a deep breath Get back to your body Wish I was stronger but I can't seem to hold the weight up Every place I dig inside becomes a graveyard Songwriter Connection podcast, Ben, Jonathan, and Kieran. Amazing song. No no real lead singer in this group. You all are lead singers, and you kind of switch back and forth, and then that beautiful harmony that you put together, I like to call blood harmony, although you're not brothers, brothers from another mother, probably. That's right. But man, it's like they blend, it blends so well. You guys are amazing. Thank you. Thanks, Dan. Yeah. Tell us about the writing of that song. Is that an idea that one of you brought, or just well, all together? Actually, yeah. Th- that was the that was the first one. I think we mentioned earlier. That was the first one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And really. Yeah. And this is on the EP. Uh, yes. That, yeah. Forward, you can find it's out there streaming everywhere. Yeah. And when we got together that first day, I don't think we anyone certainly no one had any expectations or agendas. You know, we were just yeah. getting together to just hang out. I think we all identified like, oh, these guys, you know, they they know what they're doing, mm-hmm. and we were like, mm-hmm. let's see what happens. So we just got together and we just started talking about life, you know, and sharing out a little bit of our story. Ben was sharing about his time in the military and Jonathan was sharing about his upbringing. And I was, I don't know what I was saying. Probably. Hobbit town. Yeah. You told <laughs> us this my story time. when you were a kid, actually. Did I? Yeah. I remember that. 
We can't tell it on the podcast, probably. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit inappropriate. Well, I was a young one, you know. It's just... Back when I was a wee lad. Yeah, with the hairy feet. Get on <laughs> you, mate. We uh, had a rank. Yeah. We just, <laughs> my, well, my, I think we all... It's funny, you know, it's funny our different perspectives because we all sort of remember different things. Yeah. But I remember someone... Eventually, we started talking about uh, just our internal worlds and feelings and whatnot. And I remember someone saying, like being in their head and wanting to get back to their body. You and said I, that. You said that. Yeah. Because you were talking yeah. about, um, I think it was on your, one of a, a past friend that oh, was right, into, right, right. Uh, like, kind of helping. That's right. Like, I don't, what's the word for that? Like, almost like, not yeah. counseling. Oh, like, it's just kind of coming, yeah, like, a coming, yeah, my past friend uh, yeah. was, their work was in kind of helping guide people back to their body because so much of this life, modern world is, is so heady. Mm-hmm. quote unquote and there's Heavy, so much yeah, yeah. kind of yeah. angst and anxiety that can come with like overthinking things over internalizing things that's what I was going to say overthinking and right. that, that's what I got out of this so right and overthinking just yeah. do it yeah, yeah. And yeah. I, I think yeah, the dude. conversation went somewhere along the lines of like there's a, a lot of wisdom that the body just mm-hmm. you know over years of evolution and, and yeah. has just learned these things yeah absolutely. so that that was kind of the topic and we I remember if I said that or someone said that and I was like that sounds like a feel for a song and then we kind yeah. of we started exploring that idea. I think I had the guitar riff, and then yeah, that's the D. Right, right, and then and then the song kind of flowed out pretty pretty quickly from there. Mm-hmm. And we we basically wrote it that day, and then we we went away. We I think we got together maybe two days later. Jonathan had written that bridge, yeah, the okay. part that, that that's Benson's. beautiful, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I, he wrote it when, when we. After the, after we wrote the initial thing, yeah. we came back Friday, right? And I mm-hmm. I distinctly remember having this feeling of not liking that bridge for a start because it was so different than anything that I would have written by myself. So mm-hmm. that little egoic like, yeah, I don't like it, just <laughs> came in. But then love it. when it started growing on me, I was like, oh my god, I love this bridge, yeah. <laughs> and it completely com- like completes the song. And yeah, and then it was that following Monday we went back to the the open mic where we met and we performed it and that wow. that for me was the moment that I was like oh there's something special here because the moment we started singing all the phones came up and mm-hmm. and afterwards the round of applause we got was nothing that I had experienced before and I was yeah. like so you knew you were under something yeah and we so these people came up to us afterwards and they were like yeah this is when we knew yeah they were like who can we book you for a show like and we were like Yo, in Maryland, we were like in Maryland. What? Yeah, we, we, I was like, we well, don't even have a. We're not even a band. Like, we, we just met last week. Yeah, we, I still don't know your names. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't even know where Chris and Devin are. Like, <laughs> or whatever their names are. Yeah, yeah. and we. Uh, Chris and Devin. That's what you came up with. Yeah. Really? Didn't even have a name then, probably, yeah, exactly. or did you? Yeah. No, the band name certainly not. No. Yeah, that we took like four or five a, months, right? Yeah, well, we, took a while. we didn't even like become a band until what two or three months later, right? Yeah, yeah, it was like September, at least October? September. It might have been October. I think. I think all of us were like excited by it, but I think we were. It took a while for us to f- figure out where each other were at because mm-hmm. we knew subconsciously probably how much of a big commitment it is to oh yeah to yeah. start a band because it, it really ben, is ben yeah. mentioned like we did have our own solo things going on mm-hmm. i remember when i was in new zealand some people were trying to well we were trying to put a band together but i was really anti the idea because i think i still had that like so no solo. i want to do this solo thing mm-hmm. but it got to a point where it was just undeniable with us that it was it felt right the right thing to do amazing and yeah. uh, here we are mm-hmm. collaborate anyway. collaborations not only songwriters but together as artists, and uh, yeah, it's really yeah. something. Yeah, uh, three individuals becoming one. Ashes and arrows. Yeah. Um, and again, uh, Asheville, North Carolina, Arrowtown, 
Australia. Australia. Yeah. Uh, Australia. Not New Zealand. <laughs> we always say Bad that. on you, mate. We always say that in shows to get in Kieran. We always tell people he's from Australia. Yeah. I've heard you yeah. say that yeah. before. Yeah. I'm like, I'm so confused. Don't do that to me. We had uh, uh, Kevin Griffin, and I hate to drop news, but Kevin, uh, great show, the 100th episode. Go back and listen to it. And a couple things you said uh, brought me back to the interview with Kevin. First of all, uh, when he started his band, Better Than Ezra, they didn't have a name. And they were playing. Um, they were playing at a. Uh, uh, it was it was a, a, a battle of the bands in New Orleans. Oh, nice! And they didn't have a name, and they were about to take the stage. And they go, "What's the band's name?" And uh, they said, "Well, I, what's the band playing right now?" Mm-hmm. They said, "They're called Ezra." He goes, "We're better than Ezra." <laughs> <laughs> That's, awesome. <laughs> That's awesome! Isn't that an awesome story? I love That's it. a cool name too. It is. A, it was. Yeah, yeah. Huge, huge hits. And then he's a big songwriter. But he has this songbook out right now called "The Greatest Song," and it's a parable. Uh, talking about different things and a couple of things that you mentioned uh, in the writing of that song once he said practice contrary action in other words that wasn't a bridge that you would have written you know it was different for you Mm, yeah but then you know but you accepted it and eventually it grew on you and wow you wouldn't think of any other way yeah you know which which you know and the other thing you talked about when you are collaborating and writers sometimes it's hard to let go of that ego Mm, and one of the things in the book that stood out to me and I want to highly recommend this book, The Greatest Song, Kevin Griffin. Uh, he had a saying that when it comes to collaborating, your ego is not your amigo. Yeah, he that's, right. oh, that's a cool way <laughs> to so protrude. Isn't that? Yeah. I think so. there's like a tendency to like think that your idea is the best. Yeah. And I think there's a lot of liberation by assuming that someone else might have a better idea. Yeah. And, it, and sometimes you've got to fight for your idea, but like more often than not, like... Mm-hmm. someone else is probably going to come up with something better than you or they might come up with a great idea and then you can together make it an even better idea but you've got to let go of that initial well, impulse yeah, yeah. and I, I, like for me with that because I I have I think <laughs> the three of us are well aware I have a lot of trouble with ego like in writing I think mm-hmm. and it's like I don't necessarily think I have the best idea but if if I present an idea and then someone else has one that's better I my narrative now in my head is that I'm not as good, and so uh, yeah. that's where that's oh, to me, like that's another side of the I of like you. the ego where it's like yeah I don't also I also you know I kind of agree right. that like the other idea is probably better, but it's kind yeah. of like but that like to me it's like that takes a little bit away of who I am or like Ooh, yeah. I'm not you know I don't fit now because mm. I don't have ideas oh. to pitch. Interesting. I bet a lot of people feel that way. Yeah, it's deeper, deeper issues, but it's the, deeper. The nice issues. thing about collaborating, especially in a three-way co-write, you know, like you said, so you said something and it sparked something in you, and you know, yeah. and, and you go around, and uh, so I think it's really important uh, when you're all there, uh, whether you feel that you know, it, 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 taking another idea lessens yours. Um, the thing is, just being in that room, you've sparked something, you've done something. Uh, that brought it all together right. into this great finished product. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. And then after you write it, you got to take time to learn it and get it down. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Tell us about that process a little bit. Man, ten thousand hours. I've always heard. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's actually kind of funny. We. I remember. You know when we decided to start a band. Um, yeah. I think that was right before we went to the first writers' weekend we did in Boone, where we wrote "Baby Girl" and "Born to Love" and "Golden Mountain." Right. Mm. Yeah. Love "Golden Mountain." Ooh, great song. And we. <laughs> We never really like, we like literally never practiced as a band until um, we, until like the week or two weeks before we had the Orange Pill show uh, two weeks ago. Uh-huh. So like 2023 was like our first real practice. Usually it was just us starting a show and being like, 
we don't have that many songs that we know, but we just wrote these three songs, so let's try playing those. And then and it would suck for, like, the first two or three shows. And then after, like, you know, four or five shows, the songs are nailed down and we got them. And yeah. You know, we practiced live, you know. You practiced live? We're doing it live. Yeah. Do it live. So we we kind of started just doing that. Yeah. And this, this year, we've kind of been more like, all right, all right, we need to quit doing this. We should practice. <laughs> We're not in a place anymore to, like, just practice on stage. So we got to, like, get these nailed down before we play them. Yeah. Well, that's a lot of natural talent right there, to be able to do that. Right. Yeah. Me, I got to practice. It's a it's an insane amount of talent, Dave. You're right. Yeah, it's <laughs> an insane, very talented. Talent. Yeah, and, but most importantly, we're just very humble. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you're humble. so humble. There's so yeah. much more I want to talk about. We're going to take a little break, and we come back and hear a new song from Ashes and Arrows. Don't go away. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. You're listening to the Songwriter Connection, connecting with music makers and hearing their songs and stories. Now back to the show with your host, Dave Linehan. Thanks for sticking with us after a short break. Ashes and Arrows from uh, Asheville, North Carolina, made the trip into Nashville to do the podcast, and they've got four shows this week, and they're recording this week, um, and they're in great demand when they do it coming to town. How about another song, you guys? Let's do it. Got to hear you guys sing. You guys want to do Golden Mountain? Yeah. Oh, love this Golden Mountain song. Yeah. Are we doing the live version? Do it live! Yeah, why not? Eh? <coughs> yeah. This cough I have is killing me right yeah. now. Legend. Whoa, whoa, there's gold in the mountain. Whoa, whoa, it's pulling me in. But God knows my love lies with you. And I'll always come back in the end Here's a life just death and taxes Surely there's more than they Cause I've heard There's gold in the mountain And I dream of the secrets they have 
You stayed with me through the muck and the mire You've given me all that you have But I want to prove though This distance between us Our love will always remain Whoa, whoa, there's gold in the mountain Whoa, whoa, it's pulling me in But God knows my love lies with you And I'll always come back in the end Look at the moon and the stars The symphony attuning their strings But I've heard There's gold in the moments Even the ones out of frame Whoa, whoa There's gold in the mountain Whoa, whoa It's pulling me in But God knows my love lies with you And I'll always come back in the end Life is a dance between dreams and romance Darling, won't you take my hand In the long nights often I find myself wondering If we could walk the knife's edge Don't blink an eye Cause the moment might pass There are no guarantees It's hard to say Where it might lead Oh, but darling, I Fantastic. Ashes and Arrows. Amazing. Amazing, guys. Love this song. Again, that's another one from uh, the EP. Correct. Uh, and uh, it's out there streaming everywhere. Yes, you guys keep pretty busy. Um, we're taping this, uh, taping, we're recording this in uh, in May. I still an old school taping. We're recording this in, in early May. And you just came off uh, back from the Merle Fest. We did. And if you're not familiar with the Merle Fest, man, that is one festival in North Carolina that... Uh, it's pretty famous. It's a and big deal, yeah. A big, big deal, yeah. and that had to be an honor. Mm. Uh, yeah, it was really, it was really cool. Yeah, yeah. name yeah. for Merle uh, Watson, who was the son of Doc Watson. Yeah, 
And they're b- both passed now. Yeah. But, uh, and Merle's son passed but, as well. Yeah. Uh, like a couple years ago, I think. Oh, no, did? Yeah. No kidding. It's really sad. Wow. Very sad. So tell us about that, man. What experience uh, that had to be. Jonathan, what's going on with that? What yeah. happened? Tell well, us. we got invited to play in this band competition. Uh-huh. And uh, we don't really know... I never really have how we got and on I never to that. Really have. <laughs> I, have, I have no idea how we actually got into the competition. I've been told there was like somebody some sort of, Yeah, I guess so. Wow. Um, actually, real quick, that was kind of a funny story. We were all like <laughs> sitting around lunch one day at Merlefest, and we had just found because Jonathan's family was there, so Kieran and I were kind of wandering around together. We found Jonathan at lunch, and we had just been talking about how like. Hey, did you reach out to them to get us this show? No, no. Did you do it? No, I didn't do it. Maybe Jonathan must have done it. And we like sat down with Jonathan. We're like, hey, when did you email them about us playing here? And he was like, I didn't do anything. <laughs> they emailed us. <laughs> wow, was, your reputation preceded you. That was kind of cool. Yeah. I guess so. That is an awesome honor. Yeah. Because yeah, really I mean, cool. that's huge. It was super cool. Yeah. Yeah. And like yeah. what what, we, what it was is the band competition that I think there was eight bands or nine bands, including us. Uh-huh. Um, and essentially on Saturday... They had you show up and play 15 minutes. Okay. And then you'd play, and it's a small little stage, like, you know, in this little tiny corridor of yeah. an outdoor space. Mm-hmm. And, and there's uh, a bigger stage, like, right above, like, 100 yards up the hill. Yeah. That was at a college, right? To college? Uh, yeah, it was uh, a yeah, Wilkes County, County Community, Community College. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so we played, you know, we got up there and played 15 minutes. It was pretty... Uh, it was pretty surreal because oh, we yeah. weren't really expecting much. Mm-hmm. Because like I'd watched, I only got to watch two bands, and they were really good, pe- like really good bands. Yeah. Um, they were playing a lot of bluegrass music, and I was kind of like thinking in my head, going like, "Okay, well, we're we probably not going to win this <laughs> because everybody's doing bluegrass, bluegrass. <laughs> and we're like up there we doing not, not bluegrass. <laughs> <laughs> like if there's an well, opposite, we're not quite the opposite, but we're not. Well, you know, Doc like, always said, "I play traditional plus." Mm, you know, we had the plus. You had the plus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, we ended up winning. And uh, the next, so the winner. You won it. We did. We you won, won the whole it. thing. Yeah. Congrats. That's well, awesome. Thank Thanks, man. Yeah. So the winner got to play Sunday morning at 11 on what they call the hillside stage. Wow. Which was the stage that was like 100 yards from us during the competition. Yeah. Um, it was going to be super awesome, and it was super awesome, but it was also pretty super dang rainy. early for us and oh, rainy. And yeah. oh, no. But we had people come out. I mean, they were out there yeah. cheering us on, sold a bunch of hats. Yeah, awesome. really tight. Merch. Yeah, um, you got merch out there. We do. We do. Yeah. Lots of merch. Yeah. On our website, ashesandarrows.com. Yeah. Okay. If you yeah. want to buy some, merch. go yeah. buy it. There you go. If you don't, buy it anyway. Yeah, put me down for a hat. And a t-shirt. We'll, we'll oh, put dude. you down for 12. Just give me hats Yeah, can you use 12 of them. Oh gosh! Yeah, <laughs> what are you wearing today? I am the Ashes and Arrow collection. <laughs> so we also have the red uh, carpet. Yeah, we yeah. also have rain jackets, so you can oh, even get a jacket. Oh, yeah. There you go. One might need that. Uh, so this is a Taylor Swift weekend in Nashville, and it's supposed to rain. Who's that all again? Three days. <laughs> She's some girl. <laughs> some girl. Some girl. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. Who is that? <laughs> I wonder if she's ever been called Taylor Swift. <laughs> Maybe on 420. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. That's hilarious. Yeah, that ship is sailing. <laughs> <laughs> Easy on the split there, man. I'm sorry. Yeah, it was harsh, a little harsh. <laughs> um, but, <laughs> so you won this thing, and you played yeah. the big stage at yeah. Fest. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And then supposedly we get to come back and play next year. Yeah. We don't I, know that for certain. I would so, think. But actually, the I don't know. We had people that worked at Merle Fest be like, 
yeah, you guys will definitely come back next year if you won the competition. Mm-hmm. But we haven't. You're right. I guess we haven't gotten like it's an official, official. Yeah. email yet oh. from Real Fest. Yeah, no, you probably will. It's Let's a year so. away, right? Yeah. You know. Yeah. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. What a what a yeah. what a great feeling that must have been. Yeah. It's fun, yeah. It was cool. Yeah. And it was coming right off that high of play. We got to open for a band called Judah and the Lion. Oh yeah. And that was just field. such a crazy Amazing. night. Oh, that my was gosh. Yeah. insane, dude. Yeah. Get to hang awesome. with those guys a bit. We did a little bit. Yeah. Good guys. Yeah. Super tight. Yeah. Cool. And they're here in Nashville. They live here. Yeah, so They do, don't they? They yeah. do. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they're in the van right now waiting for us to come back out. They're in old granny. They're in time out. No, go right Listen ahead. here, Brian. Judah, inside voices, please. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, what's next for you guys? What's, what's, the, what's the thing? What, what's the dream? Five years from now. Well, um, two years from now, we're supposed to be playing Wembley Stadium in 2025. So uh, seriously, well, that's what I've been saying since we met. So I'm still Manifest saying it, destiny. and I'm just trying to. I'm just I believe in manifesting. Push it on to 25, you know, until we are on the stage. Yeah, yeah. I like that. But uh, like in, that. in reality, um, yeah, we're we're recording. Um, you know, we're trying to sort out how what the best way is for us to manage. Mm-hmm. Our social media and our content creation, and because right. uh, you're yeah. doing it all yourself, right? You're the yeah. DIY yeah. artist. Yeah. yeah, we are. You're doing a heck of a job getting your name out there. Thanks. <laughs> we're we're kind of doing the best we can, uh, yeah. but yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's we're kind of you know we kind of change what we think we're supposed to do, and as we go and we learn as we go. But I think the the goal right now is just keep playing, keep writing music, keep recording music, and and. Uh, and so that, that way, when something does happen, like we're ready to go, and yeah. yeah, we're we're ready to get out there. You've been playing a lot. You've been getting, you've been getting out there. You said Oregon earlier. Yeah, yeah, I've been what? there. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, Oregon, California, Pennsylvania, Texas, South Maryland. Carolina, Maryland, mm-hmm. North Carolina. Tennessee, North Amazing. Carolina, cocktail yeah, shrimp. Eight, eight states, right? Is that what we figured out? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> Cocktail shrimp. I tell you what, son. I tell you what. I think it's a somebody's hungry. (laughs) We uh, we actually were just chatting on the way up here. Um, Some close family friends of ours are you know diehard fans of the band and supporters of the band. Mm -hmm. Really believe in us, and they they said I think Jonathan mentioned it that they said y'all need to dream really big. I think you do. And it's hard sometimes to dream big when you're just in the like in the grind of it because we you know yeah. we work we 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 want to put as much time into the band as possible but there's sure. just the natural limitations at the moment. You have real jobs. Time. Right. Yeah. And we um, well, I just quit my job actually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You yeah. quit your job. Scary stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is I think ultimately a good thing because I think I would love to quit my job as well and I think but it's going to come to that point where I think we've got enough stuff going yeah. on that we can we Absolutely. like let's dive into this fully but it's just like we, we've got our idols you know and our um, heroes and the and the, the the bands that we look up to and I think yeah. it's like tell us about some of them well I mean we we all have our own distinct styles I think that's that was mm-hmm. a, an interesting thing about the band is like you know Ben come from a kind of punk rock pop background yeah Jonathan I'm kind of speaking for the guys here but from my Speak perspective, Jonathan. Jonathan comes from a like. Uh, well, what you would say a bit of me. I'd say like the, the I just want southern gospel. Okay, I'll say it. Jonathan comes from like the southern gospel oh, wow. um, Americana roots, yeah. and then I am more in the like singer songwriter pop world. 
Wow. So we all, I think, had different, say, heroes growing up in terms of you know the artists we listened to and whatnot. But as a band, I think we we have we don't like to box ourselves in in terms of what genre we write because, Love it. because of that. You've listened to this like, podcast yeah. then, right? Because I keep preaching that all the time. Yes, yeah. Dave. Yeah. Yes, all yeah. genres mm-hmm. are dumb. Yeah, they really are. You got to be you. There's Just nobody right. else. There's not an Ashes and Arrows out there. Right. There wasn't a Taylor Swift before. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and now there's Taylor Swift. This like yeah. no name <laughs> taking over Taylor Swift. Yeah, yeah. It's ridiculous. Well, I love that. That's 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 really great. Yeah, but yeah. It's, it seems to be that like there still seems to be a um, how do you say it? There's like a a feeling that we get when it then we write a song together that like feels like an Ashes and Arrows song, and even though it might be. You know, different. We wrote a, a little song the other day that's kind of like a Simon Garfunkel-y one. Really? Yeah, and, and we're still cool figuring kinda, it out. It'd be cool to kind of like plink through that on the podcast if we have time. To, yeah, but just to show. Mm-hmm. It's you want to? What was the what was the original question? I'm sorry, I'm just, <laughs> I just started. Who your heroes were? You were talking about listening right, to right, 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 uh-huh. right. So yeah. we, the point I brought that up was like I think as a band, the the people that we can see that are in our lane, so to speak, mm-hmm. the, the likes of Judah and the Lion, who we yeah. opened up for, Need to Breathe, Ben Richter. Okay, um, there you go. These types of bands that are in that that world. I think it's easy to look at them and idolize them and be like, oh man, like gotta just, be like them. We've got to be them like them and they're, oh, they're so much further ahead than us. Yeah. But I really liked what Jonathan said about what his his family said was like dream dream, dream bigger. bigger. Dream bigger. Like what what if you were to push the boat out farther than than oh. that, you know? And mm-hmm. it's it's hard to like maintain that vision, but it's, it's also hard to figure out what that even looks like. Exactly. Like yeah. I don't. I mean, I don't really know what. You know, let's say we. You know, for instance, we'll take Taylor Swift. You know, she's considered like one of the biggest icons of our time mm-hmm. in the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's like, what does that even really mean? Maybe, you know what I mean? <laughs> right. So like, how? What does it mean to dream like that? Like, what's the actual dream? Is it the dream to like just be known? Is the dream to be just on a big stage? Like, it's kind of all of it, of course, but. I feel like trying to figure out what the dream is for me is hard. Like, mm-hmm. what is the actual dream? Like, I want to do music. That's part of the dream. I want to do music with these guys. That's mm-hmm. the other part of the dream. And then I want to, like, I want people to enjoy it. So, I mean, for the most, like, the thing yeah. is, like, almost 90% of the dream is already, like, fulfilled, so to speak. Right. And then, it's just, it. then it's just scaling it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But then what does that mean? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I want to have, I want a little grindy to run it for the rest of my life. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> so, what'd you guys say? Yeah. You know, the other day when we were on stage opening up for Judah and the Lion like that to me feels like all the all the pieces came together where yeah we're playing music with our friends but we're playing in front of a crowd that is like into it into it and like yeah. that that to me is the dream yeah. so if you can if you can travel around the world meeting awesome people and playing shows like that and I, I think that really is everyone's dream that's because yeah. it, the feeling is incredible where you, just, where you feel at ease on stage you know the songs you feel the songs and people are feeling them back is like because yeah. I'd say 90% of the shows we play are in kind of restauranty bar kind of things. And there's, mm-hmm. there's people that are into it, but you can't beat having a thousand people in a room. Yeah, that you can. They're sole focus. They're not yeah. eating. They're not talking with their friends. They're right. they watching you. They're right yeah, with yeah. you. That, that feeling. I think that's really what our dream is. And what, like Jonathan said, it's like, how do you scale, scale that, that yeah. you can you can yeah. do that every week? Well, yeah. and on top of that, it's like this, the other, I think, I, I know we all are thinking this like we always think about it but when you think about dreams it's hard to think about the impact of the music and I just started thinking back like a lot of some of these songs like Born to Love that's on the EP yeah. like we've had people come up to us um, saying like that song like really meant a lot to them and it do you want to tell that story? Yeah. I can, yeah. So yeah, like, do it. a really cool just, story. Because to me that's payday as a songwriter. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. I mean that's yeah. like that's like what yeah. 
I don't, it's like one of the biggest reasons why you want to write music is to yeah. exactly is right. so connect with people and like and and you know right they yeah. actually hear it you know and it's something to them it's not just a song absolutely yeah. but there, there was this guy I can't remember if he had already recorded it or we were in the middle of recording I can't remember when when not, when this whole situation happened anymore but essentially I went and played an open mic in Asheville and I played Born to Love and it was just me playing Born to Love and this guy came up and just gave me a big hug mm. and he was like I really need that tonight. Not, you know, and I, I kind of just, you know, I said, oh, okay. you're welcome, like, no no big deal, you know, I didn't know what I was, what I was, like, getting involved with. Just give him a good um, night. And then a few weeks later, I went back to that same open mic, and I was, I didn't play Born to Love again, but I was just playing, I got down off the stage, and this guy again came over, I didn't recognize him at first, but he gave me a really long hug, I mean, this, wow. hug, this hug was... Starting to get weird. Yeah, like, <laughs> I didn't know what I was doing in this moment, uh-huh. and um, he was, you know, Born to Love is, is about having like suicidal thoughts, having mental mm. like health issues, but also dealing with just life as a whole. Yeah. Um, and so he said to me that night, he was like, you know, I, that night that you played born to love, I was going to kill myself. Oh my God. And then when I heard that song, I did, it saved my life oh. because I called my friends and like, they'd been like rallying with me since then. So mm. those moments are like the real, I mean, it's, it's hard to like quantify it as a dream, but yeah. it's, it's like a, it's like the best, like the best part oh of God. the whole thing. Yeah. That's, that's you know? an amazing story, mm. man. That just sent chills up, up my neck there, mm. man. Crazy, man. Yeah, something else. Well, you know what? Now we got to hear that song. Can we? Can we play that? Oh, I can. Uh, can. You when I say we, I mean you. <laughs> you want to play it in C? C sharp. Yeah. I can't Ooh. sing it in C. C sharp. Okay. We have sung it in C before, but we can play it in C sharp. I'm just. Saying, is everyone's voice good? I'm good for yeah. C sharp. Yeah, we can do it. All right. Get on you, mate. Born to love. Born to love. Born to love. Born to love. Also, like, this song is, uh, like, we wrote this from, like, real experiences, like, between us. Um, so it is, like, it is very personal for us, too. That's another reason to me why it was so cool when that guy was, like, it hit him like that and, mm. and it saved his life. I mean, that was awesome. Well, Ben. Mm. <laughs> Born to love. Ashes and arrows on the songwriter connection Wading through the darkest night When rivers become tidal I use my list to break the pain Hoping for survival I don't want to lose my sight But my mind is caving in
lost my innocence Cause we were born to love To breathe and not give up But in the face of darkness I Amazing guys. That's a song that has to be heard from a group that has to be heard. Ashes and Arrows. I feel your passion and I think that you should dream big because that passion is going to take you far. I really do. Thanks, man. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for taking the time to be on the podcast. Absolutely. Yeah. I wish you all the That's success awesome. and thank all you. the best to you. Thanks, I really Dave. do. You guys are amazing. Kieran, Jonathan, Ben, thank you so much. Get on your Thanks, yeah. Dave. Get thank you, you for listening to the Songwriter Connection Podcast. Thank you for listening to the Songwriter Connection Podcast. Find us on social media at Songwriter Connection. Also, listen to Dave Lanahan's Nashville Connections radio show. It streams live every Friday morning on WOBL and WNOI. Look for us on Facebook and YouTube. See you next time on Songwriter Connection. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them 
and to oppose the Durban Marshall credit card bill. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.